Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. We will be talking about being more intentional about your goals right now. But I want to start by asking you, have you ever asked yourself if you have already or if you've yet to reach your full potential? I ask myself this a lot, and I used to have this question a lot, which is what's propelled me to where I am now. But it's like, you know, really for me, it's like, God, have I reached, like, is this it? Have I reached my full potential? Is this what it's going to be? Um, and as many of you probably experience having a career and moving fast, if you're raising a family, time just moves at warp speed, but you have to slow down, okay? Like I find myself just pausing to take pictures at, at events or if I'm exhausted, like listening to my six-year-old explain, you know, how it's going to be in the second grade next week, even though it starts next year, but like stopping and being intentional about savoring those moments. So you have to find a way to slow down. Okay, and one of those solutions and ways to slow down and savor the time is to create change to live every day with intention. So I want to talk to you about intention and how you can be intentional about your goals right now. Let me first talk about the past a little little bit. So there are two main ways that people typically approach the past in an unhealthy way. One, either you fixate on the past and you just don't let it go. Let's say if you made a bad decision, something terrible happened in your past, a lot of people just replay that story over and over again and you let it drag you down. The second way a lot of people treat the past is that you just completely block it out. When you completely block out your past or those negative things that happened to you and undesirable memories and just move on, that's not healthy either. Okay, so those are two unhealthy ways to deal with the past. So let's talk about a way to use the path in a healthy way, a way to use the past in a healthy way. And that's learning from the past, okay? How do we learn from the past? So when I think about my past, and a lot of times those are financial decisions, business decisions, family decisions, career decisions, or anything else that really affects life in my life, I usually ask myself these simple questions and I have three questions. So if you want to get out a pen and paper and jot these down, hopefully have a journal, take some notes and get some good takeaways. One is how did it change my life, right? How did it change my life? How did it impact my life? And every action we take in the present influences future events, right? So like what we're doing now is going to affect what happens later. And sometimes it might be like too quick just to tell how something will play out but it pushes you to keep trying to push the pieces together. So I look back at things in the past that happened, and even if it wasn't a good outcome at the time, I'm able to say what changed for me, what changed in my life because that happened, right? So the second question I ask is, what could I have done differently? So these are questions I want you to ask. What could I have done differently? So the only way to advance to learn from your past is that you have to take a step back and view your actions objectively and analyze those, right? So take the emotions out of it and just look at it, you know, like black and white and say, if I were to do this again, what would I have done differently? And if you find yourself feeling guilty or frustrated with your actions or decisions, the best thing that you can do is be aware of that and forgive yourself. Just let it go because when you fixate on it, it's not moving you forward, okay? So you can recognize that maybe you could have done things differently, decide how you would do those things differently, forgive yourself, and move on. 
Third question I ask is, how can I apply this learning experience to other areas of my life? Okay, so when you reflect on your past and, you know, that's a good start, but always remember that true change only comes as a result of an action. Okay, like you have to get into action to get unstuck. You have to get into action to get clarity. You have to get into action to change your wealth portfolio. Getting into action is like is like the key here, right? It's intention, intentional action. And this is the perfect time to start changing your course. So you can start by identifying one or two things that you can implement. And these two things, when you choose them, you want them to be things that will have a great impact. So when you're looking at other areas of your life, a lot of times I think we, we kind of like box areas of our life, you know, like mom, kids, you know, business, you know, business, side business, additional streams of income, career, right? Like we have all these buckets and really the lessons that you learn in one section of your life can be applied to other sections of your life. So be more intentional about doing that. Um, for example, for me, when I first started, one of the first streams of income that I, I did was network marketing about six years ago. And I learned a lot of principles about leadership, mindset, being open to making money differently. Um, and I was able to take that mindset and those skills and actually apply it in my day to day as a physician. I, I took that and it, it translated, you know, even though my day to day as a physician is not about money or asking people to see a product and see if they want to buy this product. I was able to take that and apply it to other areas of my life. So I want you to see what are places where you can do the same thing. So if you really want to create change, you need to get precise, like vague, broad. Oh, I think I want to have another stream of income. Oh, I think I want to, you know, have a rental or, oh, I want to get into real estate investing. No, I need precision. Like when you say that, for example, a lot of people come to me, okay, do you want a rental? What's your minimal month per, um, you know, what's your rental, rental mint per month? Like for example, someone was talking to me about a property for rental and they said in the area they get like 450 a month. We don't touch it unless we're getting a thousand minimum rent per month, like point blank. Those are the standards. We're not going below that. It's just not worth the headache to us where we are. And I don't recommend it to you either, but we're precise with that. Like it's, you know, for example, we have notes where it's okay. This is the market. This is what we're looking for. This is what we want to accept. And it's very precise. So you need precision. And then you want to have a clear goal that you can grow more intentionally and, and reach it. Right. So precise goals, you, you can reach those. So then you want to observe, you know, your, intention and turn your attention into action. So hello and welcome. So going to rephrase, we just went over, um, you know, three things and let's, let's kind of go over it. Just kind of rephrase it for you. So write down your goal, right? So writing down your goals means you can visually see them. It also marks it into the, you know, the brain. So the goal feels tangible, jot it down, keep it in a place where you'll be able to look at it. And that can be on your computer wallpaper, can be on your phone wallpaper, on your fridge, tape it to your vanity mirror. And then you want to identify a short-term objective, right? So we want to take these larger goals and break them down into small objectives and attach a timeline, right? A goal that's written down with a timeline helps you to be intentional. So for example, um, I'm going to build a website in 30 days and get to work, right? Track your progress. 
whether you put a check mark on the calendar each time you hit the gym or you create a chart that shows how much debt you've paid off, find a way to track your progress. So all of my Peloton um, riders out there, the little blue dots that you get on Peloton, whether you do a meditation or a cycle ride, it's a visible clue that you can see that tracks, you know, check mark complete. You know, it's a white circle that goes to a blue circle. And that does a lot for the mind, does a lot for the goals. They track how many days you've been active, how many workouts you've done. You know, if you do a power zone, you can see how strong you've gotten over a certain period of time. So these are all things that help you to be intentional and to be in action, okay? So you'll be more likely to stay motivated when you're tracking your progress towards making you know um for making your goals and you want to keep the big picture in mind because it's easy to get into small details like okay i'm working on my six-pack abs for the summer and i did you know 25 sit-ups in a row but the big picture is i ate like ice cream and brownies the whole day so i'm not gonna reach my goal right you, you have to like keep your entire big picture in mind right so work on the goal but make sure it makes sense with what else you're doing and when an opportunity presents itself which i guarantee all of you probably had at least one or two opportunities right in your face in your career at home on the way back from work i know there was opportunity around you you have to ask yourself will it help you reach your goal Okay, and I feel like I say this all day in the clinic, especially to a lot of my breast cancer uh, patients. I love my breast cancer shirt. Um, you have to be able to say no. You have to be able to analyze what makes sense for you. Um, you know, somebody else's goals and their dreams and, and their webinar, it may not be in tune with what you need right there. So ask yourself, does this make sense for me where I am, right? And is it going to help me reach the goals that I'm focused on right now? So this can ensure that you're staying open to new opportunities but you're not taking opportunities that aren't right for you. So I hope this helps you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code Podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and I would love your five-star review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all social media channels at doctor spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-M-E-L-V-A at Dr. Melva. And I want to make sure that you and anyone else you know that would benefit from the 1% Code Podcast is a member of my private community on Facebook, the 1% Code Collective. I would love for you to join me there. Link in the bio. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.